Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. Jim is stuck in traffic, and he's fuming. He's 30 minutes behind schedule, and he's going to be late for an important meeting at work. Something must be amiss up ahead. Jim's blood pressure is soaring, and he's been cursing up a storm. Very upset, obviously. A few cars back, Tom, who works for the same company, is also surprised at the traffic jam, only he's not nearly as upset. In fact, though he's chairing the important meeting that Jim is attending, his pulse is normal, and he's listening to an audiobook he recently downloaded. Now, both drivers are in the same situation, basically, yet they are not reacting the same way. Why? Because of how they chose to react to the delay. You can choose how you react to any situation, no matter how severe or disturbing. Even if you can't control anything about what is happening, like a traffic jam, you can still control yourself. Now, that is a large psychological pill to swallow, but an effective one in reducing anger, fear, frustration, and other negative emotions. Like any skill, abilities vary dependent on practice and natural tendencies. However, even if you tend to easily get upset, you can still improve the emotional control you have over yourself. You might not think so, but you can. Alright, let's pretend you host a safety meeting. And the group that you're hosting it for is miserable and doesn't participate. A bunch of guys in the back that won't even look at you and put their heads down, can't stand to be there. Now, you might not be able to control the attendees and this type of attitude, but you can control how you react and feel about it. Likewise, let's say you can't get support if you need something for a project, you know, upper management to give you funds or, you know, their buy-in, and they won't do it. There's little you can do to change that, maybe. But you do have complete control of how much you let it upset you and how you react to this reality. And even when things are nasty, you can still choose how to feel and react. It comes how to you decide to choose to an experience that affects you. Viktor Frankl, who wrote Man's Search for Meaning, And a little aside, it's a wonderful book to read. It's listed by the Library of Congress as one of the 10 most influential books in the United States. He stated that, quote, prisoners' psychological reactions are not solely the result of the conditions of his life. They are also from the freedom of choice he always has, even in severe suffering. If you read the book, you'll be surprised, I was anyway, how Viktor Frankl was able to take this horrendous experience and turn it into something positive. Now, you and I might 
not undergo severe suffering like the prisoners in a concentration camp. But freedom of choice is still something all of us have during any trialing occasion. Just knowing we can choose how to react can make a significant difference in the stress we experience when something unexpected happens. Just knowing that no matter what happens, we are still in control of ourselves if we work on that and want to be. Now, you're probably familiar with this phrase from the serenity prayer about being granted the, quote, courage to change the things I can. Well, one thing you can always change and control, at least to some degree, is how you react to something, even if it's nasty. I certainly don't have perfect control of how I react. Sometimes, actually, I'm saying, like, oh, why did I react that way? But... I do have some tactics I use that help me. That help me react better, make better choices about how I feel about something. And, and here's what helps me. I'm ready for surprises. I travel a lot. Though I plan out my journeys, I do everything I can to avoid trip-ups. I get to the airport super early you would be surprised sometimes two and a half three hours early and then I sit outside and play my guitar but I'm just so glad I'm there so that my decisions on how and when I get to the airport is not going to affect whether I make it or not because you know if I miss a convention and it's my fault because I got there at the last minute oh my word that's horrible so that doesn't happen however I keep in mind that all kinds of mishaps can happen, which I didn't plan for, and that are outside of my control, which may even make it so I can't make it, like weather, maintenance problems, overbooking, oh, there's so many, you know, if you've traveled, you know what I'm talking about. And when they do occur, since I've already considered them, they don't hurt so much. They still hurt, but not so much. Well, you can do the same by consistently planning for the unexpected. So, let's say this. You expected to get a lot of work done on a project today. But a surprise inspection shows up. OSHA, who knows what, or your you know, supervisor, boss, whatever, or something happens that ruins your feeling fine about doing all this work on a project. You can complain about it, get upset about it, mumble and grope about it, or you can realize that this type of thing happens and you were realizing it. It will reduce the stress and pain, mental pain that happens to you. All right, here's another thing. Don't think you're super special. I like this one a lot, actually, because I've had some fun things go on in my life with this. My daughter, Amber, uh, she was, I think it was her senior year in high school. She came home and she was all upset about some minor thing, actually, that was happening that was really upsetting her. So I took my hands and I put them together and made like a ball and made it like, look like a planet, kind of, like a planet revolving around the sun, and I put the, my hands and I revolved them around her head. And she said, Dad, what are you doing? That's silly. I said, Amber, this is the universe revolving around you. 
well, we still laugh about it. In fact, uh, Michelle Lucci, who's my uh, manager and agent, her daughter, Nicole, uh, who, who was a reporter for NBC and, and, and now she uh, works for another company, a website company, she calls herself the center of the universe. It's very funny. You know, it's a personal joke, of course, but it's something that really does drive a point home that none of us are the center of the universe. We're not super special. We are special. I agree with that totally. But we're not so special that a traffic jam will open up just for us.